Bienvenido, damas y caballeros. Welcome back to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Freeform Network. Um, send in your questions and suggestions, ffnquestions at gmail.com. But again, for Freeform Radio, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Daniel. With me today is Noel. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Glad to be here. Hope you're doing well. And we got Andy. It's all good, Andy. I'm glad to be on, and let's get this rolling, man. Heck yeah, man. How'd you like that intro, man? I I lost the webpage that I had the intro on, so I had to wing it like from memory. I, I wasn't too yeah, bad, right? After all these years, you'd think uh, it'd be like plastered in your brain. Right, right. Well, I that, feel like you missed a couple sentences there. I think so. I think I might have missed a, a <laughs> quotation or exclamation mark somewhere, but we'll get this podcast rolling, Andy. And let's start off with you, man. It looks like uh, you, uh, you've been off a little bit with uh, some sickness, down with the sickness, some disturbed. And yeah. uh, fill us in on what, how you've been doing, man. Well, I wasn't here uh, the last episode in like, I just feel like um, everyone uh, around my life is sick. I mean, it started like a month ago. My kid had like a bad cold, you know, the, the kid runny nose coughing and all that and then um he got better and then my wife got sick and then she's been battling something seems like a month plus she got better for a while and then uh she just has a cough that hasn't gone away and then now the kid got sick i mean it got so bad we had to take him to the doctor we had to go to the er and um we were dealing with that um he got was in the for observation like all day um wow it seems like two weeks ago now so yeah um we were there all day saturday and then they're like he's cool he can go home they give him some stuff and then now it's like uh my wife had a procedure done this week and now she's <laughs> she worked on uh this week uh after the procedure my mom came over yesterday to help around the house uh because uh she can't really do stuff and um she started getting congestion and the cough went from like once in a while to like constant and it's it, it's just a mess man and um yeah i mean it's just like and then it seems like everyone like people at work are sick uh, people everywhere you go people are like well, i've noticed people are wearing more masks i don't know if it's because they're sick or they're they don't want to get sick you know so that that's like the whole thing right now and uh i feel like it's just like this this thing it's not the flu maybe it is i don't know just like it just it lingers more than years past since you know past the pandemic you know Right. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just got out of church and came over here. And man, you know, since the sermon is going on, it's kind of quietish other than he, him talking. And you could just hear a cough here, cough there, cough <laughs> over there, cough over here. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely the the cold season, the flu season. And um, yesterday, my wife got a, a call from her grandma that her grandma wasn't feeling too well and that Possibly she wasn't going to have Thanksgiving at her, over at her house because she wasn't feeling good. So, yeah, man, something's going around for sure. That's rough, dude. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, we want to, when the this episode is dropping before Thanksgiving, we want to share everybody Thanksgiving. And I know uh, with my wife's procedure, we usually go to my mom's house for Thanksgiving, but we're not going this year. And then plus with her being sick. And then my yesterday, my mother-in-law called and she didn't sound too great. It sounds like she's getting sick. And then so we were might just going to do like a, a a quick in and out across, uh, with the in-laws to grab some food and just come back. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just at this point with everyone being under the weather, it's just uh, um, it's pretty, you know, it's just it's tiresome, I guess, you know. And everybody's like vaccined up or whatever the hell's going on. And just I feel like more people are sick. I mean, people don't care generally now. I feel like maybe during the pandemic, people will be more panicking. But people are just like, oh, you're sick. Just just stay away from me. You know, <laughs> they just go turn the other way. 
Yeah, I do kind of feel that that it's not, um, you know, like I'm going to die kind of thing. And it's more just like back to what you would call normal where people get sick. You just take care of yourself for a few days and then you're back on, you know, back on the up. But yeah, it, I, I definitely still kind of worry about it just because, you know, I'm diabetic and, you know, I don't want to have any kind of complications or deal with anything. But uh, yeah, definitely the the fear that we used to have about five years ago, it seems definitely less. Yeah, I I think part of that isn't due due to like the social media and the politicians and the news media not talking about it consistently every single second of every day. Whereas around 2021, up to that, up to around 2021, 2022, that's all we would hear about every single day. There was literally a, a counter counting the COVID cases, just reminding you every second in case you forgot, in case you got back to normal life. It's like, oh, here it is, just so you can get scared again. So I feel like, yeah, we, we are moving past it now and, and people aren't paying as much attention to it. And I think partly too, though, is is it's a double-edged sword because with people not worrying about it as much, they might go back into their bad habits, maybe a bad lifestyle, you know, bad diet, poor sleep hygiene and stuff like that so around this time of year people usually get hungry or it starts to get colder and we start craving all these snacks and then thanksgiving is around the corner so you know we start getting uh, hungry for all this stuff that we shouldn't really be eating so when you say hygiene no something popped in my head because in in hispanic culture they say if you're sick you shouldn't shower (laughs) oh wow so i don't know you ever you never heard that before no, I, I you're like got a bad cold or flu. Uh, my mom said to shower, but I know some of my uncles and said that you shouldn't do that because you're just going to get more sick because you got the wet hair and shit. I mean, I, I, I get that if I was going outside in the cold, but I think the vapor of like the, you know, the shower and all that, that'll probably help decongest a little bit. Yes, a big time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, more I was saying sleep hygiene, like specifically people don't sleep that much. It's like four hours, five hours. And then with the daylight savings BS, like it it messed up everybody's circadian rhythm. And I I think that's when a lot of people got sick. Um, I know. know Yes. Holy moly, man. You're you're an uh, anti-daylight savings guy? Jesus. You know, honestly, I don't care one way or the other. I just don't like to switch. Like whichever way they want to do it, fuck it, man. Let's do it. Just keep it. And that's it. Like, that's what it is forever until history ends. Like, because this back and forth, back and forth stuff is not good on the heart. It's not good on the body. There's higher incidence of heart attacks, strokes, and all sorts of stuff, dude. Holy and it's, shit. it's, yeah, you look into it, man. I'm serious. It's, it happens. And that it's because people's circadian rhythms are thrown off and we're, we're like behind and our, our body's like, what the heck's going on? Normally you're asleep at this time. Now you're awake an, an extra hour. It throws the body off whack, and I I felt it, man. Even though it's subtle, I felt it, and I'm just like I'm waking up at five in the morning, and I'm like, "You're right," because my son's uh, sleeping. I mean, he sleeps. He takes a nap. His nap usually goes from like an hour to two, and then he'll he usually his sleep schedule. He'll go to bed between six and seven, and he'll do that ever since the time thing. He got sick, right? But he. If you play with him like all day and then he'll get real tired. Like yesterday he went to sleep at three. Dude, he slept for six hours. And then he woke up. I was telling my wife, like, what do we do? And she's like, just let him sleep. <laughs> That's three times he's done that to us. He he woke he woke up around nine thirty ish, ten. He ate dinner kind of late and then we stayed up i stayed up with him in an hour and then he got sleepy and went back to sleep and then he woke up at 10 and that's all after daylight saving time the other day he was the same thing we were uh, my mom came over she was playing with him all afternoon he went to bed at um he fell asleep like around four he didn't wake up till midnight we gave him a bottle kind of like rocked him to bed and then he went back to sleep and then didn't wake up till his normal time like seven o'clock and that's uh, and I'm just like I don't know if this is normal or like well, something's not right. His schedule's thrown off, so I don't know. It's weird, and I, I think it might be part of that daylight savings crap. Hell no, man! I'm still rocking over here, man. I'm young, man. <laughs> I just go to sleep when I want to, wake up when I want to. 
But must be I, nice. It, yeah, I, I, I guess in all, in all fairness, I, I did have trouble adjusting. I had a couple of nights where I had to take some sleeping pills just so that I would be able to knock oh, out man. And, and sleep. But what do you take? Can I ask you real quick? What do you take I, when you went to sleep? Do you take like the, some melatonin stuff? I would say uh, Tylenol PM, but I don't buy Tylenol. I buy the generic knockoff. So whatever the Walmart brand is or the Walgreens brand the is, yeah, uh, Tylenol PM, and it usually works. I I I don't yeah. do it all the time. I I just do it like maybe once a week to just get my clock back in order. And um, I did it uh, Friday night and last night. And dude, I feel a whole lot better because on Friday I felt like I was sleepwalking almost, like I, I was still kind of trying to get into the rhythm. You know what I would recommend, uh, and what I do personally, I do the three: I do zinc, magnesium, and melatonin, and that will lower your heart rate. Your magnesium helps you calm down, lowers your heart rate. Zinc helps you get into deeper sleep, and melatonin helps you stay asleep as well. So I, I do recommend those, and it's. There's like little to absolutely no side effects. It's natural stuff. So that's the Michael Jackson thing that did him in, bro. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I think that. Or some shit. <laughs> no, I think that was something different. But I used to do the melatonin too. But I felt like I started getting a tolerance, kind of like a drunk. Yes. You can't get drunk with beer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm like, man, do I gotta start snorting this stuff? What the heck's going on? I'm like, I'm not getting the feeling of it anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, I. I I don't know what else to do to get melatonin to hit me the way it used to. But, yeah, when when I would take it initially, it would work like the Tylenol PM. And I think it's that you, you can't take it all the time because, like I mentioned, the Tylenol PM, I probably won't take one for, like, another three weeks or a month before I'll feel kind of sluggish. Or, you know, I'm not monthly, feeling basically. Uh, about, you know, like if I have like two or three days where I wake up an hour earlier than I usually or I, I go to sleep late or, you know, like my rhythm is kind of off, then I'll I'll tell Alana, I'll give her the four, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a uh, PM medicine tonight because I knock out, man. I I don't feel anything. I don't, uh, I don't know, man. Somebody could be breaking into the house and I probably won't hear it because because I'm out. And so uh, dog, man. yeah, for sure. No, that's why we got the dog ring and all the other good stuff. But, but yeah, you know, I, I, I don't take it too frequently. I, I, I would say probably the last time I took it was maybe about three weeks ago or a month. Yeah, there was a period I was taking uh, sleeping pills and because um, they are bad for you. Yes, I, I took uh, I was taking maybe one a week, like like I would pick a day to get like really good sleep. Like the first two week, three weeks, it was great, and then like after that, it, I it, it stopped kind of working. So I take them like when I really want to sleep. Like I'll take a pill and get like a nice eight nine hours of sleep. And uh, but I haven't taken them in a while. I, I mean, I fall asleep relatively easy, um, but sometimes I like wake up a lot, and that was my issue. Um, but uh, for a while, I couldn't really sleep really good. But the melatonin, yeah, that would. Uh, that let me sleep three night, but then I would wake up like droggy and shit. Like it wasn't uh, what that was like the issue. It wasn't just like it wasn't like I felt like like half drunk or something. I don't know. It was like real drogginess. Right, right. That's why no, I, I agree. About it. For sure. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, going back. Yeah, I mean, with the sickness, everybody like Noel's talking about. You need a good sleep. I think to me. It's a big part of it. Like you read like stuff about successful people and they only sleep like three, four hours at a night. And like, you know, because to them, like sleeping is like uh, it's overrated, like you don't need it. But I don't know. I mean, to me at this age, uh, I need it, man, because sometimes uh, you just need it at this age. And then like I I had a doctor's visit recently. One of the things he told me is like, I need to stop drinking coffee. I just drink coffee black, so and I was kind of shocked by that. But I don't know if I could do that. I quit pop, but I don't know if I can. I could quit coffee because I need now, caffeine. Now, did he say all coffee or just yeah, like as much as you're me. drinking? Because you drink a lot of coffee. I drink. I told him I usually drink about four cups in the morning. Yeah, after that's, that, I'm that's done. the problem, man. That's, a that's lot. the problem. He's like, yeah. "What do you put in your coffee?" I'm like, "Nothing." He's like, "Oh, you don't put creams or sugars or anything?" Like, "No, nah, I don't do any of that shit." Well, yeah, I would stop drinking coffee. <laughs> it just goes on like, 
And then he's like, you drink pop? I'm like, no, I haven't drank pop in like years. That's my only caffeine. He goes, yeah, you need to stop drinking coffee. Drink decaf. I'm like, what the fuck decaf going to do, bro? Like, fuck that. Maybe he has stock in Splendor or something. And he's just like, man, this guy's not <laughs> raising my stocks. I might as well get him to quit. Well, yeah, that's yeah. What, like, uh, so I'm trying to cu- uh, drink one cup a day. Um, and like, yeah, the other day I didn't drink one in the morning just to see what I, I had fucking a headache by like the late afternoon. Yeah, that's just real caffeine withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I would recommend? Uh, <laughs> I would, what I do personally, I do because I was told to do the same. I told, I was told to cut back on coffee. Because I would do essentially, yeah, like three cups, and then I would still have some caffeine drinks throughout the day, uh, but it would be lower caffeine. But anyway, now I do one cup of coffee and some coconut oil in there because the coconut oil is healthy fats, and your body uses it like immediately. So that coffee plus the coconut oil, it gives it a good flavor, plus it gives you that energy that you're not getting from the extra cups you would normally drink. Yeah, man. Like I said, it's uh, I, I gotta find some alternative. Um, maybe it's drinking teas, but I'm not crazy about it. Um, Hell yeah, some Earl Grey, man, Picard style. <laughs> that's why I don't want to drink it because Picard, uh, he got taken over by the Borg for a while, and Data couldn't help him. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, let me know what you guys think. All my coffee drinkers out there, what do you recommend, or what do you guys do at ffnquestions at gmail dot com. Um, but let's get this uh keep it going here. Uh Noel, I think you watched I don't know I don't even know the uh I don't know if this is an old movie, Tales from the Crypt. Is this the eighties or nineties movie or they made one recently? So no, this is back in ninety five. Yeah, so okay. almost thirty what years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is an old one, man. Uh but I remember watching it as a kid and I recently saw it um again now, just this year, so uh, it's called Demon Knight, and it, it has many, like, popular character actors. Yes. Um, it's got Billy Zane. He was in Titanic. He's a Chicago uh, native. It's got um, one of the guys from Shawshank Redemption. It's got an actress named CCH Pounder. Uh, she was in <laughs> RoboCop. She was in a, bu- a bunch of stuff. Um, it, it's got a lot of actresses. Jada Pinkett, before the Smith came on there, Jada Pinkett was in it. Nice. Um, Isn't yeah, Dennis Miller in it? Dennis Miller, the comedian from SNL. Uh possibly. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, is he Jewish by chance? I don't know. I mean, I just know he did Weekend Update on SNL, and then he left. And he thought he was funny uh, uh, doing sports casting. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. He was on Monday Night uh, Football. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that guy. <laughs> I have to look them up. I, I can't recall. Every, like, there's there's a lot of famous people in there, though, for sure. And uh, it's actually a really decent movie, man. I was uh, surprised, you know, how it holds up, even though it's almost 30 years old. Uh, the special effects was still a thing around that time period. So it wasn't like it, it had minor CG, but most of it was actual practical effects with like makeup and nice. and, and like actual, you know, real good effects. Um, it has a bunch of like demons and stuff, and, and I call it had one of the keys in his possession, and he used the blood of Christ to put in this amulet key, whatever you want to call it, and it essentially protected them from from demons and protected them from evil, and it kept them alive for like a long, long time, like about a hundred years or more. So. Um, it gets passed down generation to generation kind of thing where there's like a new uh, successor to the to the protector of this amulet. Um, essentially good versus evil kind of thing. And so Billy Zane plays a demon that's hunting down one of the guys that was in Shawshank Redemption. And he's uh, one of the, the protectors of this key that's full of with the blood of, of Christ and the blood of other successors because it still has some of his blood in there, but... Uh, as they use it because you can actually use it to protect yourself against a demon like the blood is like poisonous to them so sometimes they'll use it in defense and if it runs out you can replenish it with either your own blood or the blood of a successor and so anyway i'm not going to give the whole story away but uh billy zane is is uh, chasing down this guy he goes to this hotel and 
yeah, like there there's just a bunch of just killing and just blood, guts, gore, everything you'd want in a horror movie. Uh, it's got some funny moments in it. it. It's definitely worth a watch. I'd probably give it like a seven out of ten. Um, and that's like a just an objective score, not not just for horror, but just in general. I thought it was worthy of watching. Uh, most anybody would probably enjoy it. It's interesting. So real quick, going back to Dennis Miller, he was in a Tales from a Crypt movie. It was a Bordello of Blood, which came out in '96. Uh, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. That no. guy, yes. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I honestly, I didn't like Bordello Blood that much, but uh, yeah, that was the the, the sequel to this. Well, not a sequel, yeah, but it's it the second movie, the next version or whatever with different characters. But from the Crypt Keeper comes out or whatever, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. what's his name? Sam Kassir? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the start of the movie, uh, he comes out and he's like a director for a movie, and so he starts complaining about the actors being bad. It's funny, man. I don't. I can't explain it, but you get to watch it, and it's it's pretty funny seeing him. And it. it's been so long, dude, since I've seen the show, so it's kind of like a nostalgia. Just yeah, the show was awesome. Yeah, man. If they they should bring it back, especially because he's still alive, you can still do it, and he doesn't doesn't even matter how old he is because it's essentially a like a puppet type of thing. So right, I always enjoy Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah. The, the the show had a lot of cameos and it had a lot of big actors. I think Schwarzenegger did an episode, and yeah, uh, there was like a a lot of them. Um, but yeah, in the I know they did the movies. I just remember the movie. That's why I said like, is this the one with Dennis Miller when he did like Billy Zane? Like I don't remember that fucking movie, but I remember like Dennis Miller did one. I thought, and I was pretty sure that's why it was Bordello of Blood. So yeah, but, yeah, it's been so long since I've seen any of that stuff. It's pretty good though. But Bordello Blood, I'll probably get around to watching it next. But I'm I was going in the order, and I I heard there's a third one. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I heard there's a third movie that came out a little more recently. Um, I don't know if it's called Tales of the Crypt, but I think it's based on it somehow. But um, yeah, I mean, I always try to keep up on on horror stuff and and try to fit in like a horror movie here and there. And uh, so that was the one that I watched uh, just this weekend. So. Definitely recommend it to anybody that likes Tales from the Crypt or just wants, you know, some kind of easy movie to watch that's, you know, got a lot of, like, horror elements into it and, and some good, really quality special effects, man. I was shocked. Yeah, it's, it, Noel came out in 2002. It's called Ritual. There we go. Yep. Yeah. I, I got to watch that one, too. So that'll be the third one I see, and I'll let you guys know. Nice. But, um... The next thing I was going to say is uh, these movies that I'm going to watch, I'm hoping, uh, I'm planning on it, but I'm not 100% sure I'm going to bite, is on getting a new TV, a Samsung OLED. And um, yeah, they're, they're pricey for the new ones. They're really pricey, man. Um, and I was on the fence as to whether to get the last year's model. So there, it's called Samsung S95. And then last year's model was B, S95, B as in boy. And then this year's is S95, C, C as in Charlie. So there's different sizes for the C. There's a 65-inch and a 77-inch. And then the S95, B, the, the biggest one was 65. So the, the, the S95, B for last year's is around maybe 1400 1500 which is like affordable for like a high-end OLED TV. But supposedly there's some drawbacks to it that they worked out on the C model, the the, the newest model this year's. So now I'm like, man, debating, do I spend an extra, essentially almost an extra thousand dollars to get the newer model, but that'll have more longevity? Because OLEDs, I don't know how much you guys know about OLEDs. I'm not like well versed in it, but I know a couple of things about it, and they're prone to burning, which is like. If you watch a static image for long enough, when you change the channel or change the image, it'll show like a shadowy image of that. It'll like burn on there. So if you're playing a game that has like a uh, like an icon that's always on the top right or whatever it is, it, and you play enough for like weeks, months, years, whatever, it might burn in and keep staying there regardless of if you change what you're watching. So I thought my, that was more of a plasma thing. LEDs are having that problem now. 
So because this is not your typical LED, this is OLED, and this is uh, Quantum Dot on top of that. This is Samsung's Quantum Dot OLED, which is uh, it's like it gets really technical. I, like I said, I'm not super well versed on everything, but it is prone to burn in, similar to the plasmas. Uh, the S95B was more likely to burn in than the S95C. Um, and so that's why I'm like, you know what, man, let me just get the S95C. And then the question is, do I get the 65 or 77? And then I looked at the price of the 77. I'm like, nah, I'm going to get the 65. <laughs> the 77, bro, four grand all, all in. And I'm like, no way can I justify four grand for a TV, dude. There's no way I can do that. Maybe if I was rich, right? Like if I just had money to just fucking take a dump on. But no, I'm not. I'm not like in that. Uh, I'm not in that boat yet. You know. I'm was last year? Guy. Yeah, for sure. Was uh last year's model uh 120 hertz? Yes. Oh man, yes. I I think that's to me for my next TV. That's probably going to be my minimum requirement. 120 hertz. Um, yeah. 4K obviously. And and I think if I get those two things. I think I'd be pretty happy. Exactly, man. Uh, it's so it's I still got. Have an LCD, man. No way, for real. LCD, yeah, not even LED. Uh, it's forty-six. Yeah. Dang, how's it running? It's still running. I mean, I uh, other than my kid keep touching the the damn screen, it's running. <laughs> yeah, the that's, speakers that's are I mean. like fucking. I mean, I got a soundbar, but the speakers. Uh, they went from like bad to worse. You can't you can't hear shit out of them anymore. Ah man, that's a bummer. You got the, the soundbar. Sound yeah, the soundbar makes up for it. Yeah. Yeah the the Samsung I have now is just a standard 4K and it's 60 hertz. It's not 120. So for sure on the OLED, I'm like, let me get that 120. Uh, it's got better HDR. It's got better colors, more vibrancy. And I don't know if you know about OLEDs, but the difference between a regular 4K and an OLED is that the OLEDs are every individual pixel lights up with its own color. Like, it, it's it's got its own color and, and like, uh, brightness to it so that when it's, like, a dark scene, the pixels literally turn off. So it looks like literal black, like true black, not this, like, grayish, you know what I mean? Because like in like the TV I have right now, I'm looking at some parts on my computer and that it's supposed to be black and it's got kind of like a backlight to it. So it's kind of like a blackish gray, if you know what I mean. It's like a like a really dark, dark gray. And so because of that, the OLED is going to look very, very good. It's going to pop much better. The contrast ratio is nearly infinite because of that. So um, I'm thinking I'm going to go with the 65 inch, which is more affordable it's like a 2400 but the good thing is i've been accumulating rewards on these uh these cards that i got i got like 500 bucks rewards so it's really only going to run me about two two grand or so for the tv and you know i've been setting aside money for over a year and i'm like man maybe it's time to but you know get this for black friday right how old is the one you currently have um i want to say three years i think i got it in 2020 i got it like it was a deal dude i got it for 600 bucks bro nice, 65 man. inch 4k yeah that's a nice tv it's nice man i have no complaints with it um but you know i, I feel like it's just it, it's time to upgrade and supposedly the up convert is even better on these newer tvs so you could watch like an older dvd and it'll look like a blu-ray with these newer tvs so I, I'm excited for some of that because there's some stuff that unfortunately did not release in Blu-ray, only available in DVD, and, and like some older like digital stuff that I got. So I'm I'm gonna test that and try it out. And and Andy, like back to your point, just to wrap it up here, when you were talking about your like how your kid will touch the TV and stuff, I have my niece and nephew come over sometimes, and they'll also touch my TV. And I'm like, this one, I'm going to protect it, man, with everything I got. So Believe me, dude. I'm going to mount that shit high, dude. I tell my kid, no, no. And then, like, he walks over to it. And then he, like, he's putting his hand on. And then he looks at me. And I'm like, you know, no. And then, like, he's staring at me. I'm like, and then he'll just turn around and walk away. Like, I got yeah, him yes, to slow down. 
But yeah, my wife's like, you need to hang this like fucking 20 feet in the air. I'm like, I ain't fucking hanging up nothing. Like this kid ain't gonna, uh, he ain't gonna touch shit. And then, um, so he, he moved out to my little DVD rack, keeps pulling shit out of there. And that's a whole nother battle. But yeah, but I got him, I got him to stop touching the TV. Well, at least when I'm around my wife, when he could get away with murder with my wife. So <laughs> nah, for sure, man. Yeah, it's. That's how kids are, dude. That's how kids are, yeah. man. But I uh, gotta love them, you know. Of course. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, we wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly, man. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, let's let's move on to Daniel, man. Now that's pretty much all I got. And uh, Daniel, looks like you've been dealing with uh, some noisy people in your life. Well, what's going on here? Yeah, I uh, I went just uh, the other day to get an oil change done on my car, um, and then some other service that I needed. But while I'm there, I was really surprised because now everybody has cell phones. So because everybody has cell phone, everybody is playing a video, watching some TikTok, doing something on their phone, and it's causing noise. And I'm just like, I can't believe how much people have disregard for other people around them. I I took my earbuds because I knew I'm like, I'm going to be there for an hour or two. But take my earbuds, pop them in, listen to some stuff, or watch a video. But it's me. I'm 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 in my zone there with my earbuds. But everybody else, they're just like, I don't care if the guy's sitting next to me. I'm gonna blast some hip hop. This other lady blasting her country shit. <laughs> there was just some other lady watching like funny TikTok videos, and I'm just like, what the hell's going on? It it, it I almost felt like, should I play something like heinous? really loud and like bring it to the attention so they could be like oh look at this asshole what the hell is he playing it's just like where where's the limit and where is like the you know the line in the sand where they would be like yeah this is unacceptable so i i just found that metal on there yeah or or you know i i don't i don't i I don't watch pornos but you know put something (laughs) on it be like (laughs) allegedly i'm like but you know put something on and just be like, yeah, you know, I'm just doing me over here. You know, you just like you guys are doing your stuff. Like, where is it where they feel it's acceptable what they're watching? And, and I, I just found it really. I think people like me and you and then, and uh, maybe no, we're out of that loop. Cause that is the new normal. Uh, when my sister worked retail, uh, like right before the pandemic, she would tell me like, there's just people walking around the store, FaceTiming, talking really loud watching videos playing music like the new thing now i see more is people just playing music when they're walking around they don't have right they don't have the uh, earbuds and um but this was going on before the pandemic it's been what three years now four years maybe um so yeah i mean it's i think that's the new norm i I don't think it's gonna go back yeah, I've to, seen people like you're saying with even Bluetooth speakers hanging yeah. off of them. Yeah, so that's, I've seen that playing too. the music. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Is it the equivalent of somebody walking down the street with a boombox on his shoulder? I'm like, what the hell's going on with these people, man? I don't understand. I, I, I get it. I like playing music. I like playing the music that I like, but I'm conscious to the people around me you know i try to be respectful to that not everybody wants to listen to the stuff that i want to listen to but i don't know man i think it is just a part of society that we're just gonna have to get used to i understand everybody's got their cell phone but i don't know man i i guess it's just something i'm just gonna have to get used to i don't know i relate man I, i actually went i had a similar experience to you i just recently i went to uh hyundai to get my uh coolant changed uh flushed and when i was there it was i was literally just me and another person really quiet really chill and then this lady comes in and she starts having like a phone conversation pretty loud like i can hear everything she's saying she's like right by me and she's talking about like some personal stuff dude like some people cheating and sex and all this i'm like what the fuck i'm like what's going on here like what and so i put my earbuds in i'm like i don't want to hear all this shit and uh you know, thankfully, I, I ended up getting picked up because it was going to take longer than I thought. So I didn't have to stick around. But I, I can only imagine, dude, you're there a couple hours. Jeez, dude, that's going to be rough. Right, right. I, I That's the other one, like like Andy had mentioned and you said. A lot of people in phone call conversations, they're like FaceTiming. And so it's like 
you have to have it on speaker because it's not or unless you got earbuds but you got to have it on speaker so then everybody's got to listen it's not something that you can put up to your ear where at least i'm only hearing your your response your retort to people's conversations now i got to hear Shit, both sides retort? of the I gotta hear both sides. <laughs> I gotta hear both sides of the conversation because it's on speaker. So I don't know, man. I guess it's just something I'm gonna have to get used to because I don't think it's anything we can correct. Uh, it's just gonna be a part uh, of our society it's just now. Get worse. Isn't gonna be some new technology. Um, and it's just gonna get worse, man. For sure, for sure. But uh, another thing, Andy, uh, to test you and see if you know. Do you know how to drive on a roundabout, man? Um, yeah. In these last few weeks, I've had to drive through like three of them, and I usually don't encounter them too much. But after like the third one, I was just like, I got to Google this thing, because even though I've had a driver's license forever, I couldn't remember how do you use these things? What are the rule sets? What, what can you do? What can't you do? Do you know how to, Andy, it looks like Andy knows. Do you know, Noel, the quick rules for it? Uh, you know, if if I remember correctly... I could have sworn you need to do a full circle before you can exit to where you want to exit to. Um, because well, isn't it like four entrances it's or four three. exits? It's usually three. three. Yeah, okay. there's a well, I, I've seen some diagrams where it shows like six, depending on how oh. crazy the intersection is. But the ones that I were using was just a, a usual cross intersection. So there's uh, you could you could go to three other spots from your original. But but I guess the quick rules, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, but uh, the driver coming into the circle needs to yield if somebody's mm. going through the circle. But yeah. as soon as you're in the circle, everybody else has to yield for you going in circle. So uh, you come into the circle. If there's no other cars, you can proceed into the circle. And then as you're going around, you just exit out the direction you go or want to go. And I guess the whole point is that you slow down, but you'd never stop and it keeps like the traffic flowing. Yeah, right. you keep the flow going. So up here where I live now, like northern Illinois, there was a lot of construction the last couple of years and they finished a couple of things and they installed the three runabouts. And I see like, I don't know if it's like a northern Illinois thing now. I seen them farther north you go. Right. Um, I seen them too, like in... Um, Cause I don't see these in the, the hood hills and all that. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think they're gonna be built in the major cities, but it's more of a suburban thing. But uh, but they're not as big as like the ones in Europe. Usually, it's a one lane, so you got cars coming, circling to do to go back on the road. But it's usually it's three it's three entrance exit things: one to go straight, one to come in, and one to go out. But yeah, it's three uh, two streets come into it, but it has three exits, which is weird. But yeah, and then um, it was interesting at first. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And then some people, even though it says yield, they don't know. You can see they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They just do complete stops, but it's not a high traffic area. So people ain't getting fucking rear ended. But yeah, it is out here. I've seen... They, they made three brand new ones within Cary, uh, Carpentersville, and I think in Algonquin, I think I saw another one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we were driving um, further up north. We were past Volo, and we were going a little more north, and I ran across uh, two of them on one day. And yeah, that's, that's when I'm like, man, I, I better learn up about this. Because I, I figured if I yield and stop for everything, I'd be safe. At least until I figure out the rule set so I can know how to drive it properly. And now this last time that I drove through one, it, it was a lot easier and I didn't have as much problem. And I would, I'd be curious the statistics of does it prevent accidents? Does it prevent? I know it prevents congestion because it's constant moving traffic, but it just seemed really weird. Uh, just something that you don't see all the time, uh, at least not for me. For not sure. in the United States. I mean, it's big in Europe. Right, but right. Here, uh, I don't think we did, but now you're starting to see it. I think it's just to have like a flow of traffic to not to um, to have traffic stopped. But I, I mean, the areas where I saw is not high tra traffic areas. Yeah, for sure. So I uh, hope everybody out there knows how to drive them. I, I know how to drive them now. So 
So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully no problems going forward. Uh, some other quick things that I did, I, I rewatched Donnie Barrasco, man. Um, this is one that me and you, Andy, we went to go see at the theaters. You remember this one? Yeah, I, I rewatched it during the pandemic. Oh, okay. Yeah, me and Alana rewatched it, and man, I forgot how good of a movie and a sad movie, man. It's sad, yeah. That this is, yeah, I, I, I felt really bad for the old man, you know, trying to help young kids coming up, and then, you know, he gets got like he got. And it was a really sad movie. Well done. Uh, I think it's a, a Martin Scorsese movie, right? Or I, I forget no, who was the director. No, it's not a Scorsese. No? It's, no, it's based on real story. Right, right. Um, but it's not a Scorsese movie. I forgot who directed it. But the big thing was it was um, uh, Pacino and uh, Johnny Depp working together. Right, right. Yeah, I felt really bad for Pacino. I thought he... I forget what his name in the movie is. Sonny or, or Lucky. Lefty, Lefty or Lucky. Yeah, Lefty sounds right. Yeah. So, yeah, watching Lefty, I was just like, man, I feel bad for this old man. He's, like, on his way out. He's got these young crews coming up. And, uh, yeah, man, it was it was just a really sad movie, but really cool. I remember watching it when, when we were teenagers. Uh, I think we went to, like, Northgate at the dollar show and we went to go watch it or maybe at Bensonville show. I remember it was like some cheap show we went to go see. And yeah, yeah it was it was good back then and it's still good. Um it it, it was just something that got us in lefty. the mood. Yeah, lefty. Yeah. yeah. Got us in the mood for some uh you know like some gangster old mafia movies so we started watching the uh get Gotti on netflix as well and that man i don't know if you guys have seen it but the get Gotti, man, that was a good little like three four episode documentary uh goes through uh some of his uprising while he was on top of his game and then his like eventual downfall and really good documentary gets some old cops in there to give their point of view some old mafia guys to come in there and give their point of views and it was a really good documentary that put his um his his rise and his fall yeah really well god he is um imper- i mean what we know about him what i've seen is like it's an interesting guy like some of the movies and stuff I've seen, they portray him as, like, this street, like, this smart street guy. But then when you talk to the cops or when they interview, like, the FBI, there were people they are like, people think this. He's, he was, like, just a dumb, degenerate gambler who just bullied everyone, right? Like, that, I don't know how they portrayed him in this documentary. I didn't even know they had a new one. But in some other movies, he's like this suave, smart street guy and shit. And when people talk to him, like he was a degenerate gambler. He spent a lot of money. He wasn't quiet. He was like loud and like shit like that. And so I've heard these many stories about him. But I like uh, the movie Gotti that was made by HBO in the 90s. I, I like I, I like to imagine Gotti was like that guy that uh, portrayed him, uh, um, Armand Asante. Cause that right. was to me like that was really fucking good, dude. I thought that guy was Mexican, so no. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I was I was trying to find the movie, and so I'm telling Lana, I'm like, yeah, we got to watch that TV movie from HBO that they did. Yeah, it's, um, I watch it all the time uh, with the Mexican, and then she's just like the Mexican, <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe he's not Mexican, but he's like Southern American or something. And she's just, so she's like trying to think of what movie I'm talking about, and then finally I Google it because I'm like, I know I'm right. And I Google it, and he's not Mexican. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. I think Italian. his boss, uh, the LaCroche, was the, the actor that plays him, I think is Hispanic or Spaniard uh, or something. Right, okay. So you're half, half right, Danny. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, she she's just like, yeah, I like that movie too. But when you were saying the Mexican guy, I, it threw me off. I'm like, what the hell, Gotti movies? Is there a Mexican playing him? But, um, I think yeah. he's a lot better than Gotti's. Uh, uh, Travolta's got it. I watched that and I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is brutal. <laughs> like, Travolta yeah. was trying too hard. Yeah, that one wasn't as great. And I think it played a little too much into his kid. It wasn't really about Gotti himself, it was more yeah. about his son. But yeah, no, that enough, the um, HBO one, that's that's probably the best one that I've seen of, of Gotti's. 
But yeah, man, I think that's enough talk about ourselves. Let's jump into our article of the week. All right, guys. So here's a, an easy article here. Uh, it's from 9to5Mac, and it says uh, people with CarPlay are mostly just listening to AM and FM radio. And me, I'm a CarPlay guy. Um, I bought this truck uh, two years ago now. And one of the cool features about it is that it had CarPlay on it. You just have to connect your phone to it, and you can have uh, Apple CarPlay. And this article kind of goes into uh, people with CarPlay or Android Auto or in people without. And in both cases, AM and FM beat out both, which I found very, very strange. Um, speaking on myself for um, what my usage are, I'm usually streaming music or listening to a podcast probably 80 to 90% of the time. And then maybe 10% of the time I'm tuning into AM, FM radio. So I am totally the opposite of what this thing is saying. But just to give you some quick numbers, uh, people who have neither CarPlay or Auto CarPlay or uh, Android uh, Auto, 67% listen to AM and FM radio. Why only 9% listen to streaming music like Pandora, Spotify, stuff like that. Uh, 4% listen to podcasts, 12 to Series XM radio, and 8% to others. Now, these are the people with Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Um, 46% listen to the radio, 18% listen to streaming music services, 19 to uh, Series XM. 7% to podcasts and 10% to others. Um, I don't know if you guys, I don't think you have it, Andy, uh, CarPlay. And I think your car doesn't have it either, Noel. But I was just curious, regardless of what you have in your car, do you fall into this category where you're listening to AM and FM or are you streaming music most of the time? So I have a Bluetooth setup for my, my car where it's... Uh, it's one of those that you put in the accessory, whatever, the, the power little outlet that you have in your car. And it syncs up with my phone via Bluetooth so I can listen to my music on the car speakers. And uh, aside from that, uh, every now and again in the morning, 103.5 FM, um, whatever, KISS FM, whatever the hell it is, they'll have like some funny stuff sometimes, like a little program that they do called Waiting by the Phone. And it's always some wild stories. But no, yeah, I don't really do anything else other than that what about you andy are you a radio listener or you're streaming some music no i mean uh, i like no i got a bluetooth setup uh i usually listen to the radio on monday some sports talk after football um to see what the hell is going on and then the uh, rest of the week i got the kid so i usually put uh, some music station on when i'm dropping them off and after that i listen to like a podcast or I'll stream something off of YouTube. Um, but that's about it. But the, the, the article, I'm kind of shocked at the stats on uh, how many people listen to Sirius XM and like the percentage on podcast. So if only that amount of people are listening to podcasts when they're in driving somewhere, they listen to like when they're working out or something. Um, so that, like I said, that's uh, that's kind of interesting on those numbers. I thought a lot of people listen to the the podcast or something when they're driving in to to when they're going to work or something. Yeah, I thought so as well because um, I usually alternate back and forth between listening to podcasts or streaming music, but I, I usually in my drive into work, I'm I'm listening to a podcast. It's kind of early in the morning, but then my drive home, I'm listening to some music, and. Yeah, man, I, I just found it very strange. I I, I use all of the uh, CarPlay features. I'll, I'll use the map. I'll do the the calendar stuff on there. And and I use all that stuff. To me, I've, I found it really weird that people don't stream more music, especially because most of them are free, you know, like Pandora, Spotify. You can use all those for free. And then if you're a real music, uh, uh, you know, kind of sewer you could you know get some of those premium packages and, and you know get uninterrupted music and all that good stuff well let me ask you what is your commute like like how off, how long are, are your driving sessions 
maybe that has something to do with it because uh, my drive in and out of work are usually anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes, 45 minutes, depending on how traffic is. Um, so, so, so I'm in there for half an hour. So I, I, I get into what I'm, or I'm listening to, um, and where maybe if it's kind of mindless from here to around the corner, you just click on the AM FM because it would be too much work to plug in your phone, too much work to dial in the Bluetooth, to key in whatever, um, you know, service you want to use and get into the playlist and whatnot. So I could see that maybe, but. Yeah, no, for the most part, I plug in my phone and, and I start searching the playlist or, or podcast that I want to listen to. Yeah, same here. No, my average, uh, my commute's about 45 minutes. Um, I did a quick Google search. So that's uh, from my house to my job. It's it's about 25 miles. So it's 50 miles a day driving to work. So my whole commute like one day my commuting to work and coming back from home is 50 miles oh, and then wow and then they said the average american commutes 41 miles a day from work two to from work so do the math that's a little bit over 20 miles i thought it was like uh, i thought it was like around 15 to 16 but yeah 76 percent of yours workers drive uh 41 miles a day to go to work so that's about a little bit over 20 miles to and from work so uh so to me that's about like 40 minutes 30 to 40 minutes depending if you take the expressway or whatever right how far is your commute noel oh man like don't get mad at me man it's 20 <laughs> minutes <laughs> it's it's 25 on a bad day um and it's only like a few miles up Mannheim. right no man it and a good day because I usually start at six, so I'm usually really light traffic at that time. I could get there in half an hour. Um, but when leaving work, if it's snowing, raining, any kind of thing, craziness like that, oh, it's a good hour drive back home. So, yeah, it, it depends. So maybe that's where I'm kind of not the normal you know, listener to uh, radio and stuff like that. But I still listen to AM, like Andy mentioned, uh, after you know, some big event like, uh, you know, somebody got traded or they signed a new player. I'll tune into AM FM radio to listen to some sports and and tune into what people are talking about. But, yeah, for the most part, I'm, I'm streaming something. I want to play my playlist. I want to listen to my music. I don't want to just tune into 103.5 and hope they play a song that I like. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I usually Especially play my stuff. Poppy stuff. I don't think 103.5 is going to have any song that you like then. No, what, what station <laughs> is that? It's stuck to uh, current crap. You'll probably yeah, want to listen to 104.3. You want to listen to 104.3. Well, yeah, for sure. 104.3. Does 94.7 still play? Like, um... It's 80s and 90s now. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. I, that's that's not on bad. my... My three play it's I got eighty seven point seven. That's like the oldies, oldies like from the fifties right. and sixties. But that one Nin doesn't play that great out here. <clears throat> yeah. I, I notice it's kind of staticky. Ninety four point seven, it's eighties and nineties and one oh four point three the as they call it throwbacks <laughs> from uh, that nineties and hip hop and all that other stuff. Did they start playing Christmas music already on yes. ninety three point yeah? Wow. They started cool. uh I got the tweet uh, I think it was literally the one was Halloween. It was like the Thursday, the first Thursday after Halloween, they started playing Christmas music. Nice, cool, man. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't even think it was a week <laughs> after Halloween. You know, I like it, man. To me, I, I like the Christmas time, so you can be playing some music, and that that's when maybe I'll use the radio the most because um, it might take a minute for me to load in everything on my phone. I'll just tune in to 93.9 and just listen to some, uh, you know, some Christmas music. Now, I was, I mean, real quick, I was into Christmas music, but I think I'm more into Christmas albums now. So I got like three albums I have saved on uh, YouTube. And I usually just play, that's in my rotation. I don't listen to the radio no more i just have like three albums that i listen to so so what are these albums it sounds like you don't want to tell us the one is the the rap pack the death row the death row christmas no nah, man come on man that, maybe i'll add it this year i'll listen to it <laughs> that's been a while 
the Rat Pack, and then there's a couple VA ones like uh, Christmas with the crooners, and then uh, the Michael, uh, the Jackson Five Christmas one is pretty good too. Nice, nice. Yeah, I do like that Rat Pack uh, Christmas album. That one's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty good, and there's like a lot of really good songs. But yeah, uh, yeah, I can't hear Mariah Carey's fucking song. Like a constant loop. <laughs> right? They play that. They overplay that stuff like 10 years ago, and it's still still going strong on these radio stations, man. Yeah, I yeah, think she's the queen of Christmas, they labeled her as. Is like it? Because of that yeah. song? Yeah. Yeah, they you know play it was, like all the time, dude. It's underrated. The Home Alone soundtrack. Oh, yeah. oh man. That's, that's a good one, man. They got some yeah, good man. hits on that one, man. It's yeah. underrated, man. People need to start getting on that. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. That's usually like if uh, honestly, if I'm looking for some good music, I usually play that um, soundtrack because I know that all those Christmas songs are pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Hey, a quick side note, Andy. Uh, you mentioned that you drop your kid off in the morning. Do you play any kind of gangster shit while he's in the car or, or do you try to be like, you know, like, I don't want to disturb his ears. I'll play some classical Mozart nah, shit. That's why I only put what's on the radio. So it's the oldies. Uh, okay. the 80s 90s and then uh, on 104.3 they, they play a lot of in the morning they play uh, that ghetto superstar song a lot and they play the, the Fuji song a lot and then they play they don't play like really rap they play like a lot of R&B stuff and, uh, then, okay. and then uh, the oldies the 80s sound has some really nice oldies and then the 94.7, it's they got people who think they're like man cow or something and they suck. But uh, when they play music, it's a lot of they play a lot of 80s stuff mostly in the morning. Ah, okay. No, no Ice Cube or Two Life Crew nah, or anything like that. Nah, that one maybe at night. The only thing on 104.3 on Fridays, it's a commercial free Friday, so they don't have no commercials at all. Nice, nice. Are you going to be that parent that doesn't play like gangster music? You know, because, uh, you know, you don't want uh, him to hear all the swearing and. Well, you know, I think the gangster music when we grew up is a lot tame to what what the fuck's out now. For sure. So I think I will play it because uh, <laughs> it's some great. Uh, that's uh, the female rappers. They, they play some shit. And I'm like, God damn. Like kids are fucking singing along with this. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It, it's like they lost the ability to have shame. Like they, no one has shame anymore. It feels like. Hey, yeah, they need to bring shame back, man. I, I think we're gonna bring it back, man. Be pointing <laughs> the finger, be like shame. You gonna you. be ringing shame. the bell then? Uh-huh. People walk down. Got the holy water. You start. I went bendita on their faces. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Nah, man. Well, let's uh, let's let's see what happens in the in the future, man. Uh, at least we have some Christmas music to look forward to. So. Some some nice to, you know, bless our ears with. But uh, that wraps everything up for today, guys. Uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us on the Freeform Network. If you're not already, please follow us on Twitter at FFR Podcast. If you have any questions, any suggestions for a topic or something uh, that you just want to ask us, send that email to drop uh, and drop it down at FFNQuestions at gmail.com. From Freeform Radio, my name is Noel, and we have Daniel. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great Thanksgiving out there. And we got Andy as well. It's all good, Andy. Well, thank you guys for listening. Everybody have a good uh, Thanksgiving, and it's going to roll into Christmas season. So awesome. Most definitely. Gobble up that turkey, and uh, we wish you a great night. Beautiful tomorrow. And some tamales. Oh, shit.
was cool, Dad.